Hello friends, my name is Nick, and today is day 19 of the 90 day challenge. This week we are growing in a lifestyle of worship through building a habit of remaining in the gospel. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Worship is what we were created for. This is the final end of all existence, the worship of God. God created the universe so that it would display the worth of his glory and created us so that we would see this glory and reflect it by knowing and loving him with all our heart and soul and mind and strength. Today we're reflecting on how God is for us and nothing can ever separate us from his love. Romans 8, 31 to 39 says, what then shall we say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will not also, along with him, freely give us all things? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is the one who will condemn? Christ is the one who died, and more than that, he was raised, who is at the right hand of God, and who is also is interceding for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we encounter death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we have complete victory through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor heavenly rulers, nor things that are present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. In this passage, Paul shares life-changing truth with the early Christ followers in Rome. He shares that because of the gospel, because of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, we can know that one, God is for us, two, he will freely give us all things, Three, no one can truly bring a charge or condemnation against us. And four, nothing can ever separate us from the love of Jesus. It is clear from the context here that these early believers were facing incredible hardship in Rome. Famine, nakedness, danger, sword, death. And Paul is sharing the truths of the gospel with them. No matter what your circumstances may be communicating to you, God is for you. He has not left you or abandoned you and nothing can ever separate you from his love. I don't know about you, but there have been many times in my life where I've questioned, is God really for me? Does God really have my best interests at heart? Or I believe deep down that I deserve condemnation or punishment. God, have you abandoned me? 
That's a really rough place to be, isn't it? If we want to develop a lifestyle of worship and a habit of remaining in the gospel, we must learn to identify when we're having such thoughts and living in such a dark place. Often this happens when life is hard. Something goes wrong. Someone hurts me or I hurt them or I fail and make a huge mistake. Our life circumstances often determine our level of happiness, but this is a dangerous and shallow way to live. And it's no different than how the rest of the world lives. You may be going through a challenging circumstance right now. What types of thoughts are you having? Are you finding yourself laying a lot of blame at the feet of others? Or are you blaming yourself for getting into the situation? Do you feel like everyone is against you and no one is for you? Do you feel accused or condemned? Do you feel unloved by others, by yourself, by God? When I struggle with these things, I find one of the best practices to remaining in the gospel is to ask someone to share the truths of the gospel with me. Is there a dear friend, a sibling in Christ that you trust, with whom you can share some of what is going on and ask to share the truths of the gospel with you? The gospel. The good news that Jesus died for each of us to pay the penalty that we all deserve for our sin, to reconcile us with God so we can have a relationship with him for all of eternity, That gospel is not just for people who don't know Jesus yet. It is for all of us, no matter how long we've been following Jesus. We never graduate from the gospel. I've been following Jesus for over 20 years now, and I need the gospel just as much now as I did when I first accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. The gospel communicates that God is for us. He is so for us that he did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. And Jesus, as a member of the Trinity, chose to willingly die for us. If he's willing to die for us, how much more is he willing to do for us? Jesus is also at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. No one can ever truly accuse or condemn us. Let them try, because we have the ultimate prayer warrior interceding for us. Can any horrible circumstance separate us from the love of God? No. Nothing in heaven or on earth, no power or anything in us or anything in all of creation can ever separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. You are loved by God our Father. You are loved by Jesus Christ. Nothing will ever change that eternal truth. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. Romans 8, 31 to 39. What then shall we say about these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will not also along with him freely give us all things? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is the one who will condemn? Christ is the one who died, and more than that, he was raised who is at the right hand of God, and who is also interceding for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we encounter death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we have complete victory through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor heavenly rulers, 
nor things that are present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Father God, I believe in faith that you are for me and that you love me with an eternal love that nothing can ever change. Help each of us to see when we are believing falsehoods and walk in the truths of your gospel of good news instead. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections of the coming day, let us not forget the words of the Shema from Deuteronomy 6, 4-5. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance, putting all my hope in you. Amen.